the heart of organizing, a heart-centered look at getting organized with professional organizer Andy Hartman. Welcome back to the Heart of Organizing. I'm Andy Hartman. Thanks for listening. As always, it's good to have you here. I define organizing as arranging your possessions to support what's important in your life. In the last podcast, you considered and clarified what is important in your life. Now that you have a clear vision of that, it's time to arrange your belongings to support that vision. But when we start looking at individual objects, we face a danger which I call the seductiveness of stuff. It's easy to overcome this danger. I just wanted to let you know about it so you're not surprised, and because awareness of it makes it easier to overcome. At the start of an organizing session, I always sit down with my client somewhere away from the area to be organized. I look them in the eye and ask them the same questions I asked you in the last podcast. What things are important to you right now in your life? What would you like to accomplish? What makes you happy? What gives your life meaning? At this point, the client is designing their life. They're going through a creative process. If they could have their life any way they wanted, what would it be like? In this brainstorming and creative process, the client is in charge. They are evaluating alternatives, making decisions, and creating their life based on what's important to them. What I have found, however, is that when we enter into the area to be organized in order to implement the plan, there is sometimes a subtle shift that takes place. The client looks around the room, sees all the stuff around them, and starts responding to whatever their eye happens to fall upon. They start responding to the stuff instead of compelling the stuff to respond to them. The individual items begin to exert some influence, and sometimes the vision gets lost in that collection of objects, like not being able to see the forest for the trees. Instead of moving toward their vision of how it could be, they're responding to what's already there. It's almost as if the stuff is in charge. Of course, it may happen that when you look through the stuff, you'll be reminded of something that genuinely is important. In that case, it's a simple matter to go back and add it to your list. What generally happens, however, is that the item, although an interesting detail, really isn't important in terms of the big picture. It's important to maintain the big picture perspective in the midst of all the details. If details crowd out the big picture, it's easy to lose direction. Let's look at an example. Sherry had a huge collection of cassette tapes. Before we started organizing, she made the following four statements. First, the boxes of tapes took up a huge amount of space and she wanted that space to set up an easel to pursue a new hobby. She was very passionate about painting and having this extra space for her studio was her main reason for organizing. Second, she had listened to all these tapes in the past and had no intention of ever listening to them again. Third, at this point she didn't even own a cassette player and wasn't willing to buy one in order to be able to play them. And therefore, fourth, she wanted to get rid of most of the cassette tapes and keep less than 10% of them. But when we started to look through the boxes and choose that 10%, 
Sherry, at first, wanted to keep almost all of them. She would say, Oh, I listened to this with my first boyfriend. Oh, this one was interesting. And, and this was by my favorite author. Well, maybe I'll listen to this one again someday. Now, do you see what happened? Some aspect of each individual object appealed to her in such a way that it diverted her from the path she wanted to be on. These possessions somehow had her doing the exact opposite of what she had intended to do. You can call this influence whatever you want, but I call it the seductiveness of stuff. In any case, it was clear that if she continued in this way, she would not reach her goals. I found that we are more vulnerable to the seductiveness of stuff when we become predominantly outward focused. Let me explain. In the last podcast, you looked at what's important in your life. This is essentially an inward process. It helps to be introspective and reflect, so these priorities come from the deepest part of yourself, from your heart. When you look at an object, the danger is that you put so much attention on the object itself that you lose touch with yourself in the process. This is what I call outward focused. When you are outward focused, you may make decisions based on what's in front of you, even though those decisions are not necessarily congruent with who you are and what you want. If you forget what's truly important to you, then everything looks important. On the other hand, if you view the object from the perspective of who you are and what's important to you, you are more likely to be able to succeed in reaching your objectives. This was the case with Sherry. With the techniques I describe in these podcasts, I was able to support her in making decisions that led to her reaching her goals. Based on my nine years of experience as a professional organizer, I make the following three recommendations to help keep you from being seduced by your stuff. First, always remember your objectives when making decisions about your stuff. View your stuff from the perspective of who you are and what you want to achieve. Second, remember that there is no value in life except what you choose to place upon it. You have the power at any moment to assign value to an object and evaluate how it supports what's important in your life. Third, keep with you, ideally in your pocket, the list of life priorities you created in the last podcast. If you start to become too outward focused, take it out and look at it. It will remind you of your big picture objectives. How can stuff be so seductive? I believe it's not the stuff itself, but what the stuff represents. And we'll take a look at this in a future podcast. But coming up in the very next podcast, I will be introducing an easy and effective three-step approach to organizing that can be used for any organizing challenge. I hope you can join us for it. I'm Andy Hartman, and this is The Heart of Organizing. If you have a comment or question, or would like to suggest a topic for discussion on the podcast, email us at podcast at clutterfreeservices.com. Andy is available for workshops and presentations about organizing. For more information, send an email to info at clutterfreeservices.com. 
Names of clients may have been changed to protect client confidentiality. Thanks to David Dell, Catherine Middleman, Christine McHugh, and Sharon Keene. Theme music composed and performed by Taper Shadburn. For more information about Taper's work in music, go to churchofsoul.org. Thank you for joining us for The Heart of Organizing. Until next time, may your possessions support you in living a life of meaning and value. Now some of y'all out there listening to Andy's podcast are suffering just like I am. You know what I'm talking about. You got too much stuff. My space remains a constant, but my belongings, they have grown. It's getting quite pathetic, I can't invite nobody home. Gotta move my piles around to try to find the phone. I got too much stuff. The way that I accumulate is bordering on sin. I got 27 staplers, well, okay, maybe only 10. But I can't find any of them, so I'm gonna have to buy one again. I got too much stuff. I got too much stuff. I've got more than enough. I got no more space. I need a bigger place. Or maybe, baby, I got too much stuff. I got 14 set of headphones I can put on my ears. And an obscene amount of albums, more than I could ever hear. I got material possessions I ain't seen in years. I got too much stuff. My baby tried to take some of my precious stuff away. I said, woman, don't you touch that. I might need that stuff someday. But between you and me, I, I think it's fair to say. I got too much stuff. I got too much stuff, I've got more than enough, got no more space, I need a bigger place, too much stuff, I've got more than enough, I got no more space, I need a bigger place, or maybe I got too much stuff, I got too much stuff. Way too much stuff I think I need an intervention You know, like a Stuff Addicts 12-step program or something Pack Rats Anonymous Andy, you gotta help me I got, I got way, way, way too much stuff